This is the South Storage Podcast, where we share the knowledge and skills from the industry's leading investors, developers, and operators to help you launch and grow your South Storage business. Your host, Scott Myers, over the past 18 years has acquired, developed, converted, and syndicated nearly 5 million square feet of South Storage nationwide. With the help of his incredible team at SouthStorageInvesting.com, who has helped thousands of people achieve greatness in self-storage. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self-Storage Podcast. I am your host, Scott Myers. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing a little dive into 2024 and what the year holds um, for us here at Self-Storage of Profits and PassiveStorageInvesting.com, and also for me personally. And so, uh, yes, I, I know that other folks are having their New Year's resolutions and then they have their 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 New Year's uh, podcast with all their resolutions and that uh, their goals. And and I like to say that this is uh, different because uh, it is, um, you know, so I'm not going to share everything that we have on my personal to-do list, but uh, kind of big picture macro focus uh, because uh, many folks are asking, you know, a lot of folks are writing in, certainly our mentoring students are asking, um, okay, where where's your head, Scott? You know, how are you approaching the market? What does the business look like uh, for you? And as uh, we've come out, it's been a little while now, but as we've come out of our planning sessions in our various businesses for 2024, um, you know, I'll, I'll dust off of those notes. Uh, the plans are already in place and we already have our, our, our measurements, our, our KPIs, our key performance indicators that we're marching towards. And you know, around here, I think uh, many people know that we do follow um, traction. So Gina Wickman's uh, system, based upon his uh, book and his uh, entrepreneur operating system or the EOS system, you know, our level 10 meetings are already in place. Uh, with our quarterly rocks, the things that, that we're shooting for, and we have our to-do items as well as items for a discussion. And uh, we're having, a, a, as a matter of fact, our level 10 meeting uh, today. And so as we head into this uh, this year, I thought I would, uh, at the very least, because so many folks have been asking, you know, touch on some of the highlights. And and I think it's really important to, to really, to kind of start with the, the mental side. And coming out of uh, 2023, it, we've had a kind of a banged up year. Coming out of 2023, you know, the folks in real estate have really kind of covered the spectrum from the, the, the folks that I talked to. Some folks have had a record year in 2023 in real estate. Others have had a horrible year. Others have been, uh, well, kind of sitting on the sidelines or taking a step back just to see where the market was going to head. Uh, I'll tell you, we doubled down. We didn't really slow down. I think the market slowed us down on a couple of projects that we hit the pause button on and, and one that we actually um, you know, just basically went away altogether. And that was probably for good reason. Um, but we are certainly bullish on self-storage. And, you know, as as most of us know and that we've seen in the past, more money is made during a down cycle in a recession or when the market is, um, you know, maybe taking a hit or when interest rates are high because our, our models are stronger. You know, and if, if things are penciling right now and are underwriting at the cost of capital where it is, where interest rates are, where we're sitting at today at some around seven and a half to eight and a half versus at 4%, well, then guess what happens when interest rates go down and our cap rates go down? We're really going to be sitting pretty. And so we haven't slowed down. Our model hasn't changed as long as uh, the property makes sense from an underwriting standpoint at, t at today's cost of capital going into it, then we know that we're going to be in good shape. And so from a mental standpoint, we haven't um, we haven't shied away from and we haven't bought into, and, and by the way, I've been, on a, I've been on a media fast since 2006, which means that um, I stopped watching the news. Um, I don't read the newspaper, cancel the subscription. 
Um, I, I do keep an eye on things from a financial standpoint, from an economics standpoint, and I know what the feds are doing, And but I can look at that up anywhere else without having to turn on the, the news and uh, listen to all the negativity because we know the negativity sells and uh, everything else, you know, all, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. And so, you know, going through all, uh, you know, all the other, listening to all the other negative hype about the economy and everything else that's uh, bad going on in the world to get the information I need to be able to move forward and to be able to make money and go in a positive direction in my real estate investing career and quite honestly, in my personal life. So from a mental standpoint, um, I, I would say that, um, so from a mental standpoint on the investing side, coming off a strong year uh, on the personal side, to be completely transparent, um, this has been the hardest year that uh, we've ever had to face. Um, lost a good friend in, in, in January from cancer. Uh, lost my father this year, as well as um, my wife's stepfather and um, had one of the bigger tax bills that we've ever had uh, land on our lap. And uh, we knew one was coming. We had no idea what uh, size that was going to be. And of course, it's always, uh, you know, if you have a big tax bill, that means you made a lot of money. But uh, this one, um, after we moved uh, some things around and uh, worked with our advisors, uh, we still didn't shelter enough. And so uh, surprise, uh, had a tax bill that was a little larger than anticipated. And then uh, also someone very close to us went through a divorce and we all went through it uh, together. And so we're kind of glad to put this year, about 2023, behind us. Uh, but outside of that, um, it's been a stellar year from an investment standpoint. Um, we did exit some properties last year. Um, we filled up two funds um, without a, a whole lot more stress and time than it normally did. Our, our investor pool is uh, very strong. And uh, they've seen the results that, that we have uh, presented to them and provided for them. And so we, we really didn't you know, miss a hitch. Um, developing facilities, converting facilities, acquiring and doing all those within the, the fund structure and then moving forward into other markets, uh, new markets as well. Uh, from that standpoint, it's just been a, a stellar year. And so we'll share more of those stats a little bit uh, later. Uh, but also on the on the personal side, some fun things. Um, I think most people also know that I'm a big racing fan. And so I had the opportunity to, uh, well, yeah, it's not really racing, but kind of is. Uh, one of our house builds down in, in Mexico. You know, we, we built six houses in Ensenada, Mexico last year. That is a, a huge win and an upside for us. And on one of those, uh, we got to build uh, alongside of uh, Ivan, the Ironman Stewart. So Baja Racing's uh, most decorated sportsman. And uh, it was just an honor to be able to, well, we invited Ivan to come out with us and just on a whim and uh, thought, you know, well, why not? This is the city, Ensenada, where we build that has given so much back to him and his racing career, because that's where the Baja 500 and 1000 starts and ends. And so we thought, well, hey, if you're going to be down here, why don't you build, come build a house with us uh, the weekend before the Baja 1000? And um, and he did. And so that was a, that was an incredible time for um, all of us that were on that build and for uh, me personally. And then uh, later in the year, I was able to attend the Baja 1000 with some friends uh, live out in the desert, um, not at the start line or the finish line, but out in the desert. And that was just an incredible experience. And then uh, also um, uh, visited the a vintage international race um, overseas that was uh, just incredible. Got, got a chance to watch some 1970s Formula One cars, um, almost like I was transported back into the 1970s to watch a full grid of 20 Formula One cars uh, cruise around the track. Um, that was uh, that was uh, pretty cool. In addition to that, uh, we did have a little bit of a travel and um, just just a, a great year with uh, family and friends um, and, and even coming alongside of, you know, all the challenges that we faced uh, personally. Um, that was a good time to reconnect uh, with a number of our friends and uh, family as well. So all in all, 2023 um, was we can't look back on it with all these challenges um, and, and say that it was uh, the absolute worst uh, overall, but it certainly had the most challenges. And as we look to 2024, you know, <laughs> we 
I, I certainly can't say that um, it would be worse than 2023, but um, you know, from the momentum that we have from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint and, and, and where I'm at mentally, um, I'm excited. It's just been a great break. Um, I spent uh, time in the woods, um, time spiritually, as well as uh, to just sit and think about uh, what I want for myself, what I want for my family, what I want for the business. And the, the word of the year is, is, is reconciliation for me. And that's a uh, reconciliation with my maker, with my God, uh, because last year we spent a lot of, a, a long, hard year, not leaning um, on him as much. And so it's a time for that. It's a time to reconcile with our, our family, my family members who, uh, because we were so busy grieving and going through all the other challenges with the deaths of the family, um, that we didn't have time to really lean in in a positive manner. And so it's reconciliation with the family and also, um, my friends as well. I, I recognize it. I heard on another podcast, um, you know, we, we all know that we are the sum total of the five people that we spend the most time with. And uh, put another way, I, I heard a gentleman um, talking about the fact that he wasn't looking for a whole lot of new relationships. He wasn't looking for any new relationships or to reach out, but that he looked at the, the five people that um, are life-giving to him, that mean the most to him. And his goal is to spend more time with those people. And I thought uh, that that is something that I really hadn't thought of to be intentional about, but I am, I am, I'm going to be in 2024 because, uh, um, there's certainly, I recognize that in the, in the challenging times that we've had, those people, the, the ones that came around us are the ones that we want to spend the most time with and rekindling that, um, is, uh, what I plan to do in uh, 2024. And of course there's the, the, the physical side of it. And, and really, you know, I don't have a goal every year to, you know, just fall off the wagon from Thanksgiving on only to turn around and, you know, make a goal to, you know, lose those 10 pounds that I gained and then, you know, celebrate. Um, for me, it's a, it's a continuation and stepping into that phase right now with regards to my health that I recognize that everything rises and falls on my health and, and really how I feel about everything from the personal side to the business side is really a reflection on, on how I feel. And, and so sure that involves a weight and being at a certain level and clothes that fit well. And then also just feeling fit and knowing that um, after I came out of the gym that I didn't just slog through something or I didn't just uh, show up and, and, and say, well, that's half the battle because it's not, um, but to crush it each and every time and to reach new heights. And, and so this is, this is the year for a continuation of that, but no excuses. I think I use some some excuses last year to not uh, do cardio as much as uh, as I should because I really don't like to do cardio. Uh, but even on the days when I just didn't uh, feel like uh, exercising, no matter what, um, um, that's not going to happen uh, this year because it is more important than ever. And especially during those times when you, know, you realize that, boy, I can use a boost of energy or even just from a mental standpoint to have those endorphins you know, popping and moving uh, through your body throughout the rest of the day after having a, a great workout to start the day. Um, that That is that is going to be the focus in 2024 with regards uh, to health. Also, a couple of nagging injuries that uh, that I've held off taking care of because I know it's going to be time time consuming, but uh, to be at my optimal level, to to return to optimal level, um, I do need to address uh, just a couple of areas that um, that I've uh, neglected over a while and just I thought, well, it'll go away or I'll just manage. And so I'm going to take care of some of those as well. And so I don't normally set a weight goal to take off the 10 pounds that I gained when I went off the rails from, you know, Thanksgiving to, to New Year's and, and then celebrate with a victory. But what I am going to do this year is um, our church is going to, um, our, our church is going to participate in uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I think uh, not only is that going to be a good thing, certainly I'm, I'm going to take that seriously. I'm probably going to fast a little more than most of the folks. And fasting can mean anything, just depending upon either your belief system or just how you interpret it. Um, but I'm going to take it very seriously and, uh, and I'm going to take a, um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to fast, uh, from food. 
for the most part uh, during that time frame. And, but fasting also means from uh, a few other things, some bad habits that uh, may have crept in or just some things that I think I, I need to do without. Uh, so uh, caffeine being one of them and, um, you know, stay tuned. I'm not sure if I'm going to go go full bore on uh, caffeine. However, uh, some of those things that I that I use as a crutch and, and things that are in my life that distract me from, well, focusing on the things that I need to be focusing on or the people I need to be focusing on, I, I'm going to be fasting from those uh, as well. From an education standpoint, um, you know, I'm I'm a voracious reader of books, uh, both uh, audio and I still like the paper version uh, when I'm on planes or you know in the gym or different places. Uh, there, you know, to me, there's nothing better, and I, and I think I retain more when as I you know, read a physical book. Uh, but I'm going to continue that. Um, you know, I'm consuming anywhere from one to four books a month. It just really depends. I, I'm not, I don't have a goal set out because every book is a different length and some are a deeper dive than others. And sometimes there's more going on than others. But this year's focus is going to be on uh, AI. And I know that encompasses a lot of things, but it's not just to learn about it or just to say that I know about it because I'm uh, getting up in years and I don't want to, you know, allow... I don't want to use that as, a, as an excuse to, to just say, well, I need to lean in and I just need to learn it so I don't um, feel or, or seem as if I'm old. It's because we're going to implement it in our, in our business. And so we already are in many areas, uh, but we'll probably do a podcast on this. So I'm not, I don't want to take a deep dive into it uh, right now. Uh, however, you know, we, we've got a, a goal right now that we've set, and it's not hard and fast, but a goal is that somewhere between 15 to 20% of our expense, and that could be in the ter- form of payroll or other areas or even other technologies, that we're paying for that is going to be replaced by AI. We've already identified those areas. It's not just a swag number. It's a realistic number. You know, it's one that has been well thought out. Uh, we just need to uh, commit to a, a final number and then the final areas. Uh, but we'll be sharing uh, the results of that um, probably multiple times throughout this year because it is going to affect um, several areas of our business. But I'm excited from with what we've seen so far, um, especially on the technical and uh, financial analyst uh, side or analysis side, if you will, uh, the speed at which we're able to turn around our underwriting and at least get a head start on certain projects. Um, that has been uh, probably the biggest impact uh, in other areas uh, as well in terms of uh, HR and some of those uh, redundant tasks that we just, uh, gosh, uh, you know, that we used to pay people for. We just uh, don't have to do that anymore. So we're looking forward to, once again, you know, as as we continue to see other areas uh, in which AI is going to infect and impact our business for the, for the better, it'll be interesting to see just exactly how we'll be able to implement that in our business to run more efficiently. So what does this all mean with regards uh, to the economy? And uh, if you're looking for my crystal ball on whether we're going to hit a soft landing and a strategy for that or a hard landing, yeah, honestly, it is still up in the air. I do, I would say I lean more towards a, a soft landing just because of the what we're seeing already the, w- with the interest rates. Uh, we're seeing our costs, our construction costs are staying pretty solid right now. We're seeing interest rates uh, maybe coming down, at least uh, no more hikes for the time being. There's still a demand for storage. And if we can budget for from where we are right now without any wild swings, um, we feel that there is going to be a softer landing. And so it's not going to upset our model one way or the other. And quite honestly, if I know the rules for the game, I know how to play the game. It's when it goes up and down where we sometimes we get caught out. Many investors get caught out. So barring that, and again, that's why I say my crystal ball, I don't know, it's, it's broken, it's in the shop. You know, anything can happen. You know, we see a lot of turmoil in the world right now with uh, wars going on. There's conflicts in the in the Red Sea. And every time we turn around, you know, there's another issue, the impending, depending on whether you uh, subscribe to this or not, uh, partial apocalypse that's going to occur in uh, April when uh, something happens that's going to affect uh, the power grid. You know, any and all these things um, could come to fruition. And, and also the unforeseen that we just uh, haven't prepared for could throw the economy, interest rates, and, and bring things to a screeching halt or take it in an opposite direction. And so I don't, 
you know, we, we do look out a little farther down the road to make up good, strong projections and predictions. We don't go out on a limb. We don't take a chance. Uh, we don't bury our head in the sand, assume everything's going to stay the same. Um, and so as long as we continue to do that, um, we are once again, very bullish on 2024. But as far as any predictions, projections from interest rates or um, laying any percentages or, or laying claim to anything along those lines, uh, I, you know, with hard facts, figures and numbers, um, I'll hold off. I'd rather look in the rearview mirror and then uh, let you know that, um, hey, here's how we approached it and, and here's how we're winning and here's how we're not while we're in the middle of it. So um, stay tuned. Uh, more to come as we navigate to 2024. So on the personal side, the goals for this year, as I, as I mentioned uh, before, relationships are going to be uh, the main thing. But then uh, also, if if I'm firing on all cylinders, uh, which means that uh, I'm going to be infective. Uh, my, my, my word last year was intentional, and, and I don't think that you can have reconciliation and great relationships without being intentional. And so um, the two words for this year um, are those, reconciliation and intentional and intentionality. And with that comes a, a, a desire to move a little faster, to um, say, to also say no to things. Um, I, I've written several things in my own personal journal, as uh, well as uh, that is going up on the wall um, once I, I finalize uh, my entire plan from a personal standpoint. But that means just being more effective at work uh, to reach the goals that I that I have set out uh, for myself, both personally as well as uh, in the business. And it, it requires being intentional. It requires saying no, because if you say yes to something, it means you need to say no to something else. And so I have a tendency to either uh, take back control of some things that I've uh, delegated or that I've gotten what I thought I, I had gotten rid of. Um, or if the new shiny object comes along, yeah, I, I, I struggle with that um, You know, still to this day. Uh, uh, I do want to take on those good things and things that I think that we can do better, things that I think that uh, we should be doing. And uh, that is, um, as I found out, and as many of you know, that's not always a good thing because um, if you have no priority, if there isn't one thing, one goal that you have in mind overarching and, and everything else doesn't feed into that, then you, you don't have a priority. And uh, instead of you running your business, your business runs you because you've just failed to say no. And so this is a reminder, once again, this is the year of no. And I've, as I've told my, my staff, this is the year of Scott. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that... Um, you know, I, I'm going to be selfish and uh, everything revolves around me. It only means that, you know, through the years, you know, we as a business have done absolutely everything, anything and everything in our power to make our students successful. And at times um, that, and that has come from me from the top. And at times that meant uh, a sacrifice that has meant that we have had to give up uh, profits in certain areas that, uh, that is costly in terms of uh, time and money. And it doesn't mean that we still don't have a focus on 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 in the education business on making our students successful. It just means that uh, we're not going to do it at the expense of uh, everything and everybody else. And so we're slowing down uh, on that side as well. Uh, we're restructuring and uh, understanding that we are heading into a time right now where we have a great opportunity in front of us with this market right now where we, we plan to go full bore 100% in focusing on in investing and building the portfolio some of it to sell, some of it to keep, and anything else is going to be a distraction. So I have multiple businesses that I run. It doesn't mean I'm going to close them all down or that I'm going to take my foot off of the gas on all of them. It just means that we're not going to take on more within those businesses um, but because uh, we have our eye on the prize right now, and that is on doubling down and investing in as much in as many facilities and projects that we can, which also means uh, with that is a, a heavier lift and a focus on raising private equity because that is the fuel that is going to drive that engine as well. And so uh, we are going to be diving into and getting up much better at anything and everything from front to back on how to raise private equity and within the investing model using AI, as I touched on earlier, 
and just getting out the best and the most efficient we can with the staff that we have and adding a few more as well. So you'll see that and more of that will come out as uh, we, we, we are doing our best to be as transparent as possible and sharing that uh, with you. Because if we don't uh, share it, then we don't go along this and we don't go down this path uh, together, then we don't have an opportunity to partner together and or to reach our ultimate goal, which we started 20 years ago. It's just total self-storage world domination. And that um, <laughs> that we say, again, jokingly, but uh, truly moving towards that place where within our ecosystem and what we've uh, created in our community from our education business to our mastermind and all of our joint venture partners and our business partners and our syndications and in our fund is that uh, we want to dominate the sandbox that we operate in, which is um, above the mom and pops and below the REITs. And we, we do want to dominate that space. And so that is a, that has been the continual goal. We will continue to strive uh, towards that. Um, there isn't a, a way to say that we've uh, arrived or achieved that other than um, it is that uh, elusive victory dance. Uh, it is that elusive victory tour that we will take once we have uh, achieved it. And so uh, like many things that we've uh, discussed uh, today, so stay tuned and we will let you know if and when we are, nah, that's that's cheesy. So we will continue to chase um, you know, what is somewhat an elusive goal because you can't define it, but just know that uh, anything and everything that we do is going to come out of this operation and uh, our businesses with excellence as we continue to strive towards that. So for you, in uh, 2024, if uh, you, Storage Nation, are looking to amp up, if you are looking to uh, increase and or improve your operations and looking to grow and scale your self-storage business, then uh, stay tuned to the podcast because uh, we're going to unveil our plans step-by-step, uh, guest-by-guest, podcast-by-podcast, strategy-by-strategy in 2024. And we'd love to have you come alongside of us and uh, come along for the ride. And for those of you that uh, may be new to self-storage, come check out our Self-Storage Academy. Uh, we're going to be holding up more academies this year to teach more folks about the business, how to get into the business and how to grow and uh, scale it so that once again, that we can uh, together as an ecosystem, as a community, dominate in this sandbox in which we uh, operate in. And for those that are looking to really grow and scale at the next level, then we invite you to come be a part of our mastermind if you're not already. This is the most active, vibrant, professional group in self-storage that is growing and scaling at a very high level. And so if you find yourself not surrounded by enough people to encourage you or that uh, you don't have enough resources to be able to grow and scale your business or just answers to the questions that you have as you go about your business in self-storage, whether it be your first or your fifth, uh, you need to be in the mastermind because um, the Rolodex is strong, the bench is strong, and uh, this is uh, the group, this is the room you want to be in if you're looking to uh, grow and scale your self-storage business in 2024 and beyond. So with that, on behalf of our entire teams at our multiple businesses uh, here within the self-storage ecosystem, um, I am looking forward to crushing it in 2024 uh, with you. So stay tuned. We'll see you all in the next one. We are looking forward to a very prosperous 2024, and we can't wait to do it alongside of you. So looking forward to 2024, folks. We'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Hey, gang. Wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to follow the South Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there... Please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram. And don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit follow on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us.